Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, fans in the pro. Mike Austin, Deuce McAllister in Kentucky. Joining us on the telephone now is the... He covers the Steelers for the Pittsburgh Post Gazette, also host of the Steelers Radio Network. And Jerry, there's a town in Louisiana called Louisiana called Dulac. So I would say normally Jerry Dulac. Is that correct? That is correct. There's also a town in Wisconsin, Fond du Lac, which means you know, the last name. It was Sir Lancelot's last name, just for a brief history lesson. It means uh, of the lake and uh, no, uh, the University of Notre Dame. Of course, the actual name is Notre Dame du Lac, which means Our Lady of the Lake. Wow! Little lesson for you. Well, there, we appreciate. It. I feel like you've you've told that story before. <laughs> I probably have. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome to the show, Mike Hoss. I'm in studio. Deuce McAllister uh, is on the road covering SEC football. And the, one of the first things that jumped out at me as I was starting my work with Pittsburgh was the schedule. And I'm sure when it came out last April, May, you looked at it and go, "Okay, well, you know, Jets and you know, yada yada out of Miami." And then you look at it in in real time. You know, nine games in, and you go at Cincinnati, who's in the Super Bowl, New England, Cleveland, Jets, who, who would have thought Jets, of course, then at right. Buffalo, you know, Tampa Bay, and then your last two at Miami, one of the most explosive teams in football, and then at Philadelphia, unbeaten. So that is a tough way to begin your, your opening eight, and you, you well deserved your week off last week. Yeah, it was it was a tough opening, uh, and and when I say maybe the good news, when you're two and six, you're looking for any glimmer of hope you can get. The the remaining nine games, uh, only two teams have a winning record, and they're both division teams. And that Cincinnati's one of them, just slightly above 500. The Ravens are the other, so it gets a little better for them, uh, you know, heading into these last nine games. But uh, certainly they could use it because they just have not been. Uh, uh, very good. They actually were lucky to win that Bengals game because it was a block extra point that forced, o- you know, with it, it at the gun that forced overtime. And um, yeah, they they they've just struggled, especially offensively. And I know the Saints have struggled offensively too, but and and defensively. But uh, the Steelers' offense has been uh, arguably the worst in the league, and that's what's really hurting them right now. What about Pickett? 
Certainly the rookie. He, he, it's, 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 if you look at the numbers, it's a typical I'm feast. Two problems. It's a, it's a feast or famine kind of situation. couple of touchdowns, uh, eight picks. When he's on, he's on. He's run the ball pretty well, almost 100 yards. He'll be making his sixth start. I mean, that Philly game was, you know, that Philadelphia defense is, you know, just tough. He had six sacks. I mean, give me a, give me a sense of, are, are, of the growth of what you've seen of him since he came in in that second half uh, earlier against the Jets. Well, one thing we've seen from Kenny Pickett is the ability to move the football. He's a very calm, poised kid. Um, the stage is not too big for him. Um, but the inability, and it, it, it happened with Mitch Trubisky too, but the inability to score points, you know, only 10 touchdowns all year. And, fellas, this is staggering. And I know, uh, you know, this stat has just made the rounds in the last day or so, but they don't have a touchdown longer than eight yards, which is just incredible when you think about it, um, eight games into the season for them. Um, It shows their lack of explosion. Um, For the longest time, they were the only team without a 20-yard-plus run and a uh, 40-yard-plus pass. They still don't have a run longer than 20 yards, one of only three teams like that. And the 40-yard pass was in a fourth quarter by their third team tight end in one of those game, one of those kind of blowout games, and that's the only plus 40-plus uh, yard pass reception that they have. So their lack of explosion is just a big, big problem for them. And and Kenny Pickett has been willing to take some chances downfield, but you know what? He's a rookie quarterback, and he's going to make mistakes. The offense is, you know, it's a little limited for him. Um, you know, reading defenses, you, you don't get that in, in, in five games in a National Football League. So they're going to live with his mistakes, and they know it. And, and there have been enough of them. You know, uh, interception, he comes in in the second half of the Jets game, gives him a spark, flips the scoreboard, then throws three picks, including one that cost him the game at the end. And then in the uh, game in, um, in Miami, throws a pick in the end zone at the end when they had a chance to win. And uh, another big mistake that cost them uh, two. That's two victories right there. He cost them. But again, I'm not faulting him as much as it's just kind of what they're going to live with, whether the mistakes come in the final minute or they come in the third quarter or second quarter. Uh, that's what they, I, you know, when they made the decision to make the move earlier than they thought they were going to or wanted to, uh, every, to me, at, at that point, everything changed uh, for, uh, you know, for their season because now uh, they had to play the rookie sooner than they wanted or decided to play him sooner than they wanted, and now they're going to live with that decision. When you look at it, was the bye week just at the perfect time for them then just to try to, try to almost uh, re-engage and just recalculate as far as what they want to do? Yeah, just, you know, when, you, when you, uh, you, know, you get blown out by Philly and, you, you know, you've been losing games, um, you know, yeah, there's no question. It was time to stop the bleeding um, and, then, and then see where you are. Um, you know, I don't know that there's a lot of answers going forward, but, um, you know, Mike Tomlin has certainly shown over the years he's been in this position in, before. In 2013, they started 0-4. They were 2-6. And, six, and um, you, know, they, uh, you know, they went 6-2. They went uh, in their uh, final eight games, and they finished eight and eight. Now, you wouldn't remember this specifically, Deuce, but in 2006, the Steelers were two and six. 
and they, they finished 6-2, and two, and they started that turnaround with a victory against the Saints. And I'm assuming, right, you would have probably been on that team in 06, if I'm not, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. So they, they have shown a history of doing that. Now, that was Bill Cowher's team. That wasn't Mike Tomlin's team. But Mike Tomlin, as you guys I'm sure have heard, he never, you know, never had a losing season. Uh, that's going to be a tough one to overcome this year. But he's obviously uh, familiar with having to turn teams around from bad starts, and this is certainly one of them. And um, I think the schedule is in their favor to help them in the second half of the season. But, you know, and I'll be quite honest with you, I really don't see more than five wins in these last nine games for him, but we'll see how it plays out. What about defensively and the impact? And T.J. Watt said today that he fully expects to play Sunday and he does not expect to be on a any kind of snap count. Clearly, you know, you can see where this team is from a win-loss record when he plays and when he doesn't play. I mean, that's impactful enough. But what will it mean to this defense to get him back out there? Well, you know, Mike, anytime you get the reigning NFL Defensive Player of the Year back in the lineup, it's certainly going to help their lack of pressure has been a big issue. Not as bad the last game or so, but for that three or four, well, for that four game stretch, uh, they just, their inability to get to the quarterback really hurt them. And I say that because this is a team that has led the league in sacks the last five years. No team in NFL history has ever done that. So getting at the quarterback was never, a, was never a problem. But without TJ Watt, you know, this is a guy, he's a red letter player. He's a guy off, opposing offensive coordinators are going to game plan for uh, during the week. And so having him back is, is certainly going to help. But I will tell you their plan is to monitor uh, how much he plays. I don't know that it's necessarily a pitch count that we're going to play him 25 plays, but they will monitor how much he plays because, you know, from a, from a cardio standpoint, he hasn't played in seven weeks, and he's coming off two injuries, a torn pec and a knee injury that needed a procedure while he was on IR. So, um you know, it's uh, it's not like he was 100% healthy and just, you know, like coming out of, say, training camp and hadn't been around for seven weeks, which is what we saw last year. You know, the guy is coming off two injuries. So he, I, I don't think you're going to see him play 80, 85% of the snaps, but I think they'll, they'll push him as, as far as he can go. But there's no question they'll be coming in and out of the lineup. Same situation. If you look uh, back to your offense, Najee Harris is – kind of played very well at times, but it just feels like he has not really recovered from, from a, the Liz Frank situation that he had. And then you've got Jalen Warren, who's come in as an undrafted free agent. He's averaging 5.3 yards a rush, and it's a pretty decent sample size. He's carried it 29 times. What's going on in the backfield there? Yeah, well, they're, they're threatening to play him more. And I say threatening because Mike Tomlin – kind of said that last month that he wanted to get Jalen Warren more carries. He's earned them. He's, you know, um, they want to play him uh, more. And then the next game he got two carries. So uh, I won't believe it until I see it, but just based on what I hear and what I see in practice, I think you're going to see Jalen Warren, um, you know, a little bit more. The one thing he does do, he gets the ball and he hits the hole full speed. It's North and South. He runs downhill. And that's been the problem with Najee Harris. Um, he hasn't been doing that. You know, here's a guy who's a 6'2", 240-pound guy with size, speed, and power. And, and he doesn't hit the hole the way um, they were kind of hoping or maybe expecting. And, and I think what part of the problem is I think Najee's maybe trying to hit too many home runs instead of taking the four, five, and six yards 
that are there. Um, I think part of the problem, too, we heard Bill Cower rail about this two weeks ago on um, on TV after one of the, after the Steelers lost, after they lost the Eagles, and he said they're handling they're ha- they're handling Kenny Pickett the wrong way. And I talked to him the next day, and what he meant by that is he believes that Kenny Pickett should be under under center, uh, not throwing it as many times as he has. And fellas, he's averaging 33 attempts a game, and if you and it's 44 attempts a, a game in games where he starts and finishes. So that's way too much for a rookie quarterback. And so Bill Cowher's point when, in talking to him was line him under center, get Najee Harris, get him a running start, get him running downhill, and just try to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and take the ball out of Kenny Pickett's hands. Now, I know that sounds simplistic because they haven't been able to run the ball, but they have to do something different to, to kind of protect Kenny Pickett and, and just prevent him from having to throw it that many times for a rookie quarterback. Well, Jerry, we're looking forward to the trip. I mean, we're going to have some cool weather, actually cold weather for us in Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, going to have a little cold. going to have a little cold. It's, we, been, it, it's been mild here. It's been in the 70s. So oh, of course. High 60s and 70s, yeah. So well, of course. It, changes to, it changes on Sunday. Though. It does. Thank you, Jerry. Dulac covers the Pittsburgh Steelers for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, also host of the Steelers Radio Network as well. We'll see you Sunday. Thank you, sir. All right, fellas. Good chat with you. Got to take a, uh, take a quick break here on Fans in the Pro. Mike Austin, Deuce McAllister, WWLAMFM.com, and the free Odyssey app on this Veterans Day. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 